Hey friend, we're Lisa Lord and Sarah Jacobson, and this is the Christian Business Breakdown, a podcast for faith-led coaches, course creators, and creatives to start, build, and scale their business, all without second-guessing their every move. We're former teachers turned business owners who finally broke down and ditched trying to run our businesses the way everyone said we should. If you're ready to become the expert in your business without trying to do all the things, then you're in the right place. Join us each week as we equip you with the tools and skills you need to be an empowered CEO, discerning the best strategies to maximize impact and income for your unique business, and even have a little fun along the way. We love practical business strategies, Jesus, and keeping it real. It's time to break it down. We are starting a new four-part series this month. It came to us kind of in an epiphany when we were doing our planning retreat back in early December, and we wanted to talk about something that a lot of business owners really struggle with, and that is sales. And how do you sell? Sometimes we feel salesy. We feel like a used car salesman, and that's awkward, and we don't like it. And it it's just something a lot of us struggle with. So we thought we would kind of address that. And the genius moment we had is that one of the places we look is to other people who are selling and who are doing it well. And one of the places that we saw that does this really well and has done it since the beginning, not the beginning of time, that's a little overdramatic, but (laughs) is fast food restaurants. Yeah. And we just had this idea that they serve their customers really well. So what can we learn from that to apply to our businesses? Because if we don't have sales and we don't do this well and we don't feel good doing it, we aren't going to have a thriving business. And that's not the point. We want to have a thriving business that's profitable where we are selling and serving our customers and clients. So that's what we're talking about all this month. We want to serve you by helping you be able to serve your customers even better. So we thought it would be fun to entitle this like little mini series. This The whole entire month we're going to be talking about this. We're going to talk about do you want fries with that? So have you ever been to a fast food restaurant and you heard the question, do you want fries with that? Yes. And my answer is almost always, yes, Yes. I do. (laughs) Yes, I do. It's just the natural question that comes out of the mouth of the person who is standing in front of you taking your order. Do you want fries with that? Or do you want to drink with that? Or do you want dessert with that? Or whatever it is, they're trying to upsell you. And that's been something that has been like hammered into their head as the customer service person that they're asking that. So we want to talk through some of these things and just talking about serving and upselling your people in order to help make your sales more. And to do it without feeling salesy or icky or that you are manipulating someone or trying to force them into something that they don't want. You're actually just opening the door to what the next thing is that they might need to make this product and their experience the best one possible. And that's really what we're going to be talking about this month. And today, specifically, that idea of serving them well and upselling them to both create sales in your business and to just serve them well. It's trying to flip the switch in your head of it's not about sales and feeling salesy. It's about serving. And if you can think about having a servant heart, you're helping them by serving them, by selling them what they need. Sometimes people don't even know they need it. Do I know I need fries? Yeah, usually, but... Sometimes I feel guilty about ordering them. And sometimes in our businesses, whether you are a photographer like Lisa or you work with other business owners like me, the people that are coming to you don't know what they need because they aren't a professional photographer. They aren't in business yet. They need help with what the next step is. And I just like to view it as I'm opening the door, I'm offering an invitation, and I'm leaving space for them to make a decision. I love that. So I want to talk about Taco Bell. Not my favorite fast food restaurant for sure, but a 
few years ago, they started a campaign. They wanted to clearly their Pete, their higher ups wanted to sell more drinks because I think the profit margin on drinks is ridiculous. Like it costs two cents to make a soda and they charge you a lot of money. Now, of course, Taco Bell does not serve Dr. Pepper anymore, which I have a little beef with them, but we're not going to we're not going to get into that today. If you don't know, Lisa loves Dr. Pepper. So this is yeah. this is a real sticking point for her. They had a great marketing plan for a long time. And their their deal was, if we don't ask you if you want a drink, then you'll get that drink for free. And so, of course, I was always like, are they going to ask me if I want a Dr. Pepper? Because yes, I do. I never ended up getting a free one because their salespeople, it had been hammered into their head to ask people if they wanted a drink. And there are some times when you go through a drive through and you're like, yeah, I don't need a drink. But if somebody asks you, then you're like, sure, why not? It's the power of suggestion. For sure. And that is something that fast food restaurants are really good at. And so that's something what we want to talk about today. So the number one thing is, are you asking for more? Are you asking that question? So stop thinking of it as sales. Think of it as service and saying, you know what? Do you know that you need this thing? Do you know that you need this upgrade? Do you do you know that I offer this? Sometimes people don't even know that we offer these items. And so we need to be telling them, we sell fries here or I sell this or that or whatever it might be that is in your business that is there something that you can add on that's an additional thing that people want to to buy from you. And you want to think in terms of when you think of these upselling and these extra options of what pain can I remove from my customer's life and what pleasure can I add to their life? Those are the two upsell areas that you really want to focus on. How can I make this easier? How can I save them time? How can I remove frustration from whatever product they're purchasing from me? How can I remove the friction in this whole process and charge a little bit more for that because there is value there because you are helping them solve a problem and that costs you time and money. It comes from that place of service of how can I make this whole experience better. And when we have that mindset, it does make it easier to ask, would you like a drink with that? Would you like an extra package with that? Would you like this extra add-on that I have in my business? And for me as a photographer, one of the things I specialize in is senior photography. And so I always ask, do you want a family session with your senior session? You're already there. You've already done all the work of hiring me, you know, of finding the location of doing all these things. If you add on a family session and a lot of families end up doing that because it's like, yes, we're here. Let's do it. We haven't done family pictures in a while. Yes. And so that makes me more money, but it also is super convenient for my people. And so that is a big thing. You know, it it saves them money too, because instead of booking a senior session and a family session, they're doing them all together and they're saving money that way. So I tend to look at it as I'm serving them by helping them out, but also doing a little extra money for myself as well. And when you offer that package, when when someone signs up with, with you, where are you asking them in the process? Are you asking them in an email? Are you asking them on the spot? How how are you asking them for that upsell? So I do it in two ways. One, I have it in my like, uh, I have a guide that I send to all my parents once they book with me of like all those next steps and all the things. So I do have it in there. But also I use a, a program called HoneyBook, which is awesome. It tracks all my client progress. And within that, I have it built in there and they can check the box. Like it's as they're checking out and deciding what they want. Are we traveling? There's a travel fee. Do you want hair and makeup? That's an add-on. You know, I have all these little add-ons and that's right within HoneyBook and it makes it so easy and they can 
decide right there for themselves what they want. So it makes it easy for them and me. I'm not even having to ask them really. I mean, usually I do communicate it and say, hey, do you want to add a family session on? But then it's also in the whole entire process of when I'm booking. So you've really made it a very easy yes for them. And also something we're going to talk about in a couple of weeks of also making it an easy no. You aren't pushing them. You aren't like staring at them and like waiting for a response that makes it uncomfortable. And then you feel uncomfortable because you feel like you're pressuring them. It's this easy, natural part of your sales process for them right. to opt in and also for them to opt out. So so stay tuned in a couple of weeks. We are going to be talking more about that, making it an easy yes and also an easy no and, and leaving that space for that. For me, I love to, in my business, add on options for people to get more access to me because I sell a, yes. a, a course that people can purchase and do a self-study. There's some group coaching where we have group coaching calls during the month, but to make the process easier and remove that friction, I offer more access to me and my time and my energy. And that's the service that I can provide. You can do an amazing job by going through my program, just like you can get an amazing experience working with you as a senior photographer. And I'm opening the door for other opportunities to make it faster, easier, better, more exciting by paying a little bit more, which earns me more money and also makes the process even better for them. Yeah. And that's so important. Just there's not one size fits all. Every business is different. For you, it looks like more access to you and to get a little bit more one-on-one time where you get that really immediate feedback. For me, it's like additional time or whatever. So, you know, you just have to figure out what works what works for your business. One other thing I would add on is that when you are going through our ads model, which we'll get through briefly at the end of this, you may be just starting out in your business as a photographer, as a cake maker, as a business coach, whatever your business is. Upselling and having these add-ons might not be what you decide to do when you're first starting. These add-ons and upsells come over time when you are working with clients and see what they need and how you could actually serve them better. So if you're just starting out, if you're one year into your business and you're like, I don't have any of these like upsells, then don't worry about it. But be watching in this new year. This is a great time to start watching. What could I start adding on easily for both the client and for myself? This isn't about making more work for you. It's not about just trying to make more money either. It's about making the whole process smoother and serving your clients. So if you don't have any upsell items right now, then just keep asking yourself, how can I serve them better? And they'll come. They'll come over time. And if you're midway in your business, like you have been in business for a little while, sometimes it's something, maybe it's something that you started with that you could add on. Maybe it's something, I don't know, maybe you make some sort of handmade Etsy product and maybe it's something small and simple and really cheap that you started with and you can do that as an add-on. So looking back through some of the things you've already created, like you said, don't reinvent the wheel. Look at back at some of the things you've created. Maybe you have a freebie that you want to charge for or whatever. You can do that to help to build that portfolio that you have. Like work smarter, not harder is yes. one of my Yeah, for sure. Reasons. Simplify is my, my uh, motto for this year, for sure. So the next point that you have is how can you add more services to your current business? And that's something we've already talked about a little little bit. I don't know if you know this, as I was doing a little bit of research for this, for this project, Chick-fil-A, you know, we all love Chick-fil-A. Gotta love Chick-fil-A. It's the Lord's chicken. It is the Lord's chicken. (laughs) 
<laughs> it is one of those businesses that is is really interesting to do research on. But did you know that they do more revenue in six days than McDonald's does in seven? They just they just surpassed McDonald's. Wow. Um, and I believe that is just nationally, not internationally, because McDonald's like is around the world as far as um, that goes. And that that's a huge thing. Like they have really made it six days. I mean, they still do not. They're still not open on Sundays. I respect the heck out of that. And I still am baffled by that. But one of the things that they have said is like, how do we promote our brand in a way that doesn't make us look like every other fast food? If you've noticed Chick-fil-A, it's different. Their business model is different. The way you're treated when you're there is different. It just feels different. It does. And and I've been in a lot of Chick-fil-A's all across the country. I travel a lot. My family loves to go to Chick-fil-A when we are out traveling. And the experience is the same everywhere. They have figured out how to set themselves apart to create a user experience that people know they can get wherever they are. And I think that's partially why we like to go to Chick-fil-A when we're traveling, because when everything else feels chaotic, we know we can walk into Chick-fil-A and have the same experience we would in Georgia that we will in Colorado. And it feel it feels like home a little bit. So how can we be creating that similar experience of setting ourselves apart, making people feel comfortable in our business and serving them really, really well. And the point of that is like over promise, sorry, under promise and over deliver. For me in my business, that looks like telling my clients that, you know, it's going to take me three weeks to get my photo, your photos to you. And then I deliver them in one week. And they're so excited about that as opposed to telling them it's going to take two weeks and it takes me two and a half weeks. And there's always, there's extenuating circumstances. There's always going to be something, but if you can really make it a point to, if you know something is going to take you a certain amount of time, well, then tell them it's going to take longer. Or if you're, if you tell them you're going to give them a four page PDF, give them a six page PDF, you know, or give them something else on there that is going to make it more valuable and that they feel like, oh my gosh, I, I feel well served. My client experience was great. She told me it was going to take two weeks. It only took a week, whatever. I mean, I had a similar experience. We had our own family photos done. She told me it was going to take four weeks, which I thought was a really long time. I had to ask her like three different times and it took her five and a half weeks to get them to me. So that wasn't a great experience. If she would have told me six weeks and then she did it in five and a half, that's a whole different ballgame. And did you love your pictures? Because they really did turn out nicely. But yes, the taste that's left in your mouth afterwards is like, well, it took a lot longer and you were crunched for time to order your family photos to get them out to people for Christmas. And so and and you're less likely to recommend someone to her. I mean, you love the photos, but it just it gives you pause of, oh, should I recommend people or do I need to just tell them, hey, plan on it taking a lot longer to get your pictures back? And is that what we want when people are recommending us as a business owner? Like, hey, she's great to work with, but, you know, right. You don't want the word but right, in there. Right, unless it's followed by, but she was so much more amazing than I thought that she was going to be. And and that's something that I have found in my business is that I have really tried to do that of under promise and over deliver. And I've realized that it's kind of my personality. I say we do two coaching calls a month in my program. But man, really, if you need help, I'm going to get on the phone because I love to help you be successful. And so I right. I try in my business and I have to be realistic because as your business grows, you can't keep doing some of those things. But that idea of serving really well, under promising and saying, this is what I, I will for sure deliver. And then just always being open to 
overserve, help, encourage, you know, make that process as good and and as just as helpful and smooth as possible because I love doing this and so I want to help you in the best way possible. And the ultimate reward is then they go and tell other people because truly the referral part of your business is the best way to get clients. Oh, client experience is the number one marketing tool for sure. That's another podcast for another day. But the point is, is that, and I do want to make this point really quick in that you're not giving everything away. No. As serving people, you are not giving things away. You are not like devaluing what you provide, but it's it's finding little ways to, de- little delights. I, I had a little business coach and she told me, she's like, I love to, I love to have little delights along the way. And I loved that phrase of, you know, just little things that are like, Ooh, I liked that. Or, oh, you know, oh, I saw my pictures. I saw a little preview right. of my pictures within 24 hours. Or, oh my gosh, like she she contacted me directly, even though it's a group coaching program, you know, or something like that. Are there little things that you can delight along the way that don't cost you any money or or anything like that? It's just ways to add value without adding more to your plate, I guess is what I'm saying. It's like the sprinkles at an ice cream parlor. Yes. It doesn't really cost them a whole lot to add sprinkles, but that's one of my favorite toppings. And to just say, oh, I'm going to toss in some sprinkles for free. It really costs them nothing, but it changes the whole outlook in that experience of having ice cream. And I just want to plug really quickly that if you need some help figuring out what the upsell is for your business, what the extra piece is in your business without costing you a lot of time, without costing you a lot of money, then I would just really encourage you to hop on an empowerment call with Lisa and me. We are really, really good at finding these sprinkles in people's businesses. I've just realized how powerful it is to have someone outside of your business to take a peek in and be like, just do that. And it's like, Oh my gosh, I never would have thought of that because I'm too close to my business, too close to the customer experience. So we are offering empowerment calls to do just that. We will hop on a call with you for 60 minutes. We will help you figure out your sprinkles for your business, that extra way of serving and upselling to your clients that just give them a wow experience um, with your business. Yeah. And just a way to make it feel good for you and and for your and for your clients or your customers or whoever you're serving. So yeah, that's a huge point. I, we and we love doing that. Like that's such a that's like the sprinkles for us. Like we love we absolutely. Love doing that. Yeah. So, is there something that you can add to your business or your workflow that is going to ask people for more additional sales? Is it an extra email that you send? Do you have a welcome packet? Is it part of your invoice that you have? Maybe you need to just make a reel about it or or an Instagram story to let people know, hey, I offer this service. Hey, do you want fries with that? It's just opening the door asking the question, do you want fries with that? Do you want a drink with that? And again, it's not trying to be salesy. Like if you're at a fast food restaurant, you want to eat. Yes. So if somebody's coming to your business, they want to do business with you. This doesn't have to be complicated either. And I think that Lisa and I have had this experience over the last year is that we've overcomplicated things and thought, oh, I need to add this and this and this and this. And my husband always tells me it's not an and then list. It's not, (laughs) we're not adding and adding. It can be one thing. Yep. Like you said, Lisa, it's one checkbox of do you want a family session with this? It's one checkbox for me of do you want to purchase my mentoring program where we are doing more one-on-one or do you want to purchase the other program? Both are quality. Both are helpful. And I think the other part of this too is keeping it simple and explaining why checking that little box 
will be so revolutionary for them. Hey, if you just check this box and we do a family session, it's going to save you time. It's going to save you money. It's going to be easy because you're already there. I'm already there. There's no extra travel fee. You're explaining to them why that little upsell is really going to be revolutionary for them. And you're also explaining who that upsell is for. Who is this for? Well, in my business, the mentoring track, the getting the extra Voxer access and extra phone calls with me is for people who have tried other programs before self-study and been unsuccessful. Or it's for people who know, hey, I'm not very good at accountability. I'm not very good at discipline. Knowing Sarah's going to be in my ear to say, hey, let's get this done. What are you working on this week? Let's set up some schedules. That's who this is for. That's how serving and upselling can work is giving those client testimonials of how this little checking this one little box really helped change the whole experience for them, walking them through that so that Again, it's an invitation. Here's the information. Now you decide. Yeah. And even just sometimes people don't even realize they need it. You know, it's like, I don't know about you, Sarah, but I order my groceries online quite often. Yes. And 100%. Usually when I'm checking out, I guess it depends on what what store you're going to, but the store I use at the end, they were like, oh, did you forget these items? Because these are items that I normally order. And sometimes it's like, oh my gosh, yeah, I forgot to order milk or bananas or whatever. Sometimes it's like, no, I don't need any of that stuff. There are times where I'm like, yes, I am so glad you asked me that. I totally forgot that. It is a matter of, you know, you can't think of it as like, oh, I'm being so salesy. What if if they don't want this? It's like, well, they're already there. They already want what you're offering. Maybe you have something else you can offer them. Even if you're an Etsy owner, like maybe you sell earrings. Be like, hey, do you want a second pair of earrings for... 20% off? You know, I mean, maybe it's a discount code. Maybe it's sometimes you go to a website and the pop-up comes and it's like, do you want 10% off your order? You know, you're already on the website. You already like their stuff. Do you want 10%? Then you get on their email list. People are already there. They already want what you're offering. You need to just tell them what you offer and see if there's anything else that you can help them with. If you're unsure of what you could upsell because you're just starting out or maybe your upsell hasn't been converting, then ask your clients, ask them what else, what other part of this process would be made easier? What could I offer you? Sometimes they'll be able to tell you what they actually need and want. And hey, could you create this spreadsheet for me to make it easier? You've mentioned that you do this work. Ask them to give you some feedback because they can be your biggest generator of ideas instead of you just kind of guessing in a box of what do I need to provide, they can give you some really good feedback on that. Yeah. And we're going to be talking a little bit more about that as we as we continue with this Do You Want Fries With That series. So stay tuned for that. At the end of every episode, we like to um, break down what we talked about. And in the past, we've used our ads model. If you have not gotten that, you should go to the show notes, download that. It's just a really great way for you to be able to make good decisions about your business. So just quickly, we're just going to go through what those questions are. Um, and, and then you can kind of run whatever you're doing through this system. Our analysis is the ads model starts with with A, analyze. Does this help your business? The next one is discern. Is this the right time for me to be doing this? If you're already busy in your business and you're like, I don't need to upsell. I'm making what I need to make. People are happy. Then this might not be the right time to add in the upselling, but service is always going to be part of it. So you're always going to want to be doing that part. 
decide, am I willing to go all in? Do I have time to do this? If I commit to it, am I going to go ahead and do this? And then a success marker. And this is really deciding how long am I going to try this? If I add in a new upsell item, how long am I going to let this run before I make any tweaks or changes? And our suggestion is always 30 days at a minimum and up to 90 days of trial so that you can get some really good data back on it. Yeah. So taking all these things, taking the ads model, again, if you if you haven't seen that, go to our show notes and get that. And we go into a lot more detail and, and you can kind of run through these things on your own. We also invite you to leave a review by February 28th, by the end of this series, so that we can put your name in a drawing for a free empowerment call. Leave a review on iTunes. Make sure that you tell us what you love about the podcast so that other people can find us and so that other people know what our podcast is about. And the link for how to do that is in our show notes as well. Thank you so much. Have a great week. Thanks for joining us for today's breakdown. If this episode has empowered you, please leave a review and share with a fellow CEO. Remember, you are the expert of your business, so break it down your way.